0: Good evening, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Listen to These Nerds, and we are going to be playing some more Mythos Unit tonight. My name is Chris, and I'm going to be the Game Master, the game as usual. Starting on my left and going clockwise around the table, we have...
1: Uh, Hello, my name is Harry. I'll be playing uh, Inspector Franklin Blackmore. Hi, I'm Joey.
2: I'll be playing Quincy Adams. Hi, I'm John, and I'll be playing a new character to be introduced later.
0: (gasps) Spooky! Ooh. Okay, okay. It will be trying to murder all of our characters. This is the Battle Royale episode? No, Harry, that's not going to be happening. It's totally going to be happening, John. It's totally cool. Be- <laughs> I thought this was the Hot Springs episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, next in the order we have
3: it's me, Yvette, playing Philestra.
0: Uh, And I'm Jonathan, and I'll be playing Inspector
3: Adam Lavender.
0: Alright, so, uh, last we left off, if I remember correctly, basically you guys had just involved yourselves in a very frantic firefight with several members of the McCarthy crime family. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be very one-sided on your part, as through clever use of some of your abilities, you were able to pretty much shut them down and recover the vampire that they had been attempting to abduct. But after bringing those guys into custody, you had a bit of a discussion with the vampire, one Miss Sophie Copperton, and she offered to give you guys some help as she is also looking for a friend of hers who's been abducted by the McCarthy family as well. But, of course, that is up to discussion with the higher-ups because, you know, it's one thing to have Miss helping you out with the pack system and stuff. It's another thing to have them under... In protective custody and supervision, so to speak. So, with that, uh, yeah, we pick up, I believe, the next day, in fact. Because after the franticness of everything going on yesterday and stuff, and all the additional things you had to do, like just double-check some paperwork and speak to some other people about things going on, basically, the day ended pretty abruptly. Which brings us to the next day. So you guys are back at New Scotland Yard, having uh, discussed a few things with everybody, and the option is there, if you would like, to possibly interrogate some of the members of the McCarthy family and maybe get a bit of juice regarding um, what they were doing there and, you know, who gave them their orders and stuff like that. Hmm. (laughs) Of course... There is also, you know, other stuff maybe going around that day, like um, the possibility of investigating some clues with some other cases that you guys have, or looking into various leads or contacting people, so... <laughs> we also still
1: have to interrogate the Gashidokuro, now that we found out that, like, one, if not two people on our team can actually speak Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between Adam Lavender well, and Quincy Adams. Question, have you finished eating the English to Japanese dictionary? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we have two people on our team that speak Japanese. Yes. I... I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I'm just imagining Quincy just casually speaking just perfect, perfect yeah. Japanese. No, exactly. well, the
1: thing is, it's perfect Japanese, but it's only in, like, phrases, because that was only what was in the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like grammatically, it doesn't
0: make any sense at all, but, like, if you hear about it, it's like a robot talking <laughs> he almost. He knows
2: everything phonetically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you tell me where the train station is? I would like to buy a hamburger. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyhow, um, as you, the four of you, come into work the next day, the options are yours because, well, at the moment you're down a member. Considering that Chip Adams has agreed to work undercover with uh, some of the trolls to maybe get some leads on some materials they're selling.
1: A new criminal is coming to town. New bit Battens. <laughs>
3: Mm. He's got a very nice, luxurious mustache. <laughs> he
2: always wears an eye patch. <laughs> uh, you know. I don't know about this bit bad. <laughs> His name's got bad in it, though, so it's gotta be a criminal.
1: That's how this works, right? Like phonetic rules? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> um. Hmm. Well, thinking aloud, uh, Blackmore Real, like, basically thinks that, like, there's no way Chambers is gonna talk to us, so we'd have to probably get a warrant to search her place. Mm -hmm. Not after what happened, the lat. not after the incident.
3: Yeah. I'd be interested in going after this other vamp, Boris. Hmm. Just the idea of having more malicious vamps out there is kind
1: of scary, especially Mm -hmm. since they're converting teens.
3: Um, and we
2: thought drugs were the problem with but, mm. but we don't
1: have any. Seeds. Suck on my carotid. Your child may be into vampire things. <coughs> and yeah. it's more a lot dangerous than you think. Are,
3: well, you, are you referring to this kid who was like 150 years old?
0: <laughs> no, this, no, no like I was referring to those, yeah, co- those college kids who ran oh, into. Oh, oh. Just to be clear, um, the, va- the vampire that's been converting those kids into thralls, Francis Montague, yeah. is a different vampire from Boris, mm-hmm. who was apparently uh, kidnapped by the Irish Mafia. Right.
1: I'm also yeah. thinking, like, we could probably ask Sophie, like, hey, as a sign of good faith, we've just got two questions that we'd like you to ask, to sort of, like, you know, grease the wheels of your application, in air quotes. Which is basically, hey, what are the weaknesses of vampires... And then the other one is, does she know anything about this Francis Montague character? Yeah, that's uh, good. I mean, yeah. And then we also have the McCarthy thugs who might actually
0: know where Boris is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so uh, it, so you guys are going to go down and talk to Sophie a bit? Uh, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll yeah. go down. All right, so uh, you guys head down and actually James Hightower joins you along the way. I remember what you were speaking to me about yesterday regarding the possibility of having her in sort of a supervised custody at the police department instead of just herself. Mm. I've also spoken to some of the other higher-ups about this possibility, and although a few of them were against it, uh, I (coughs) was... Buttermaker! Yeah, he... He gives you a look and then pointedly looks away, as if neither confirming nor denying what you just said. Mm. Uh, thus confirming it. it I mean,
1: honestly, know. I mean, honestly, if it just came back and Buttermaker had completely agreed with it, I'd be like, okay, clearly something supernatural has happened.
3: Mm. Buttermaker's a vampire too.
1: <laughs> Buttermaker's hypnotized by a vampire, but now he's way friendlier and
0: easier to work with. Ugh. <sighs> <sighs> The possibility is there. However, we've also agreed that should she form a pact with any of the officers, uh, that inspector would also be responsible for providing her with uh, correct lodgings, as, well, there are some members of the Mythos unit who do look after myths of their own, such as Chip and his dog Ace, for example.
1: Oh yeah, with Ace. No, is Ace's dog still here?
0: Uh, no, no Chip, Chip's dog wouldn't be here. Well, uh, the other one, the know. Oh, the Komainu? is yeah. It is still here, yes. Okay, yeah, wa- Waffles. Waffles is part of the precinct. Yeah, Waffles yes.
2: is, is the station dog. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. He protects
0: the station. hmm <laughs> So, yes, that Actually,
2: is... What, what, sorry, what powers does, does Waffles have? He has um, some
0: really good ones. Yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> stuff that works.
2: Does Chip have those powers?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. He can set up protective barriers that will not let anything e- weaker than it through if they're evil. Mm-hmm. It can also essentially create um, essentially beams of light that um, only deal damage to evil things as well. By evil, are we talking about like objective energy evil, like a demon, or are we talking like people that are
3: me?
2: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Uh, The rules we used was subjective by the user. So, oh my god, okay. <laughs> oh no. so that's dangerous.
0: dangerous. Um, Walker yeah. So, just letting you know, like, Koma Inus are absolute uh, pillars of morality and know exactly what is wrong and what is right. Chip Adams, on the other hand... Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, can we not just take this
1: dog and our things and, like, point them at uh, people and give it, like, Alright, is this the person that committed the crime? not barking.
2: Okay, move no, on. No, but, but the thing is, the Inu would bark if they had done anything wrong. Thus like, oh, you know, yes. it would bark at pretty much everyone. Yeah. A...
3: <laughs> Masturbators. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you haven't committed any crimes, but you are a sinner. Mm.
2: God is crying. <laughs> okay. So is this dog. <laughs> so,
0: um, anyhow... um. Yes. Well, we feel as though that would be a fair compromise in regards to the situation. In ex- and considering that vampires have limited mobility during the day, and we would be providing her with a place to, uh, to for lodgings as well as a supply of food that she doesn't need to hunt for, we believe that it would be a fair deal in exchange for her cooperation in this matter, mm-hmm. also given that her goals align with our own. And what exa-
1: And what if none of us take a pact with her? Or she refuses to take a pack with us.
0: Well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, I suppose. We'll find another method of collaboration as of were. All right. So, uh, with that, you guys head into the room where she is. The, sort of the standalone room with a uh, plexiglass Silence of the Lambs sty- uh, style cube in the middle. And she's just kind of... I assume she's not tied up in a Hannibal Lecter style. No, no. She's just, um... Yeah, she's uh, lying down on the cot. She's uh, got a magazine that they brought in, and she's just flipping through it and stuff like that. And so...
3: Wow, a magazine? It should be highlights. Do they even still make highlights?
0: <laughs> I,
1: I think they went bankrupt. <laughs> Lowlights. <laughs>
3: <laughs> They're old copies of highlights, at least like mm, 20 so... years ago.
1: No, no, it's Reader's Digest that we pulled from the waiting room upstairs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Halloween edition. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, as you come in, she turns to look at you, and... So, you know, and she turns around the magazine showing all kinds of costumes and stuff, one of them being like a pale-faced vampire with plastic fangs and the swept-back black hair and stuff like that. You do realize this is a racist character, isn't it? Oh, boy. <laughs> well,
1: you have done well. I mean, for as long as most of our history, you haven't technically existed, so this is all new legal areas. <sighs> Also,
2: Um, there's so many racist caricatures in that magazine. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fucking Reader's Digest from, like, the 1970s. Ooh, ooh, it's not good! (laughs)
0: Gosh. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't put it past the humans. I mean, look at what they've got going on on page 15. That's just in poor taste. Mm. Jeez. We're gonna leave what's on that page up to them. Yes, (laughs) yes. I I shall not uh, go into details about that. But you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, she slaps on it. Right, so, you come to an agreement, then? Something
1: of the matter. Um, we've managed to, um... Uh, sorry, so basically, it's as long as if someone makes a pact with her, Scotland Yard will provide assistance, but, like, it's effectively their responsibility to make sure she doesn't get in trouble?
0: Um, yeah, whoever looks after her basically has to make sure that, you know, just basically just keep an eye on her and make sure that she doesn't do anything she's not supposed to.
1: Alright, uh, can we rewind a little bit and just sure. have, like, a discussion to see if anyone wants to make a pact with her?
0: Because at the moment, the only pact users could be either, um, Quincy, Franklin, or Adam. Yeah. So... So, I guess, a discussion in the elevator
2: down. It's like, so, does anyone particularly want to form a pact with her? Um, I don't exactly have space in my house.
1: Hmm. It's not like my place is relatively good for anybody as other than myself. It's, uh, not exactly been...
2: Also, she's very rude. <laughs> I don't find to be very, um... Well, it's just a She's just a little overly abrasive for me. Hmm. Hmm.
3: I have a guest room. Lavender's <laughs> <laughs> well, like... Yeah. <laughs> I came close to making a pact with a vampire once. I oh. couldn't do it again.
1: What do you mean, came close to? Uh
3: it was... It didn't work out between us. <laughs> it was part of some undercover work I did, uh, mm. back in Scotland.
2: Undercover.
3: <laughs> I'm not there, by the way. I'm not,
2: <laughs> not there. So head pokes in through, hate? like, the top of the elevator. The yeah, she's, <laughs> she's...
1: The head just pokes in, and she's doing, like, the evil rapid eyebrow raises, and Adam is like...
2: Eh? 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 I and mean, then she's, sl- she's slowly, like... Ascends away. Into <laughs> yeah, the and high
0: You can ride in here if you want. Would she fit? Oh. though? She's in, she's in the
3: basement. Uh, yeah. Scary. She's
0: already in. No. She's already in the basement. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought you were like with your
2: cult or whatever. Yeah,
3: yeah. Okay. Basement, I have important my, cult members. My lair. My her her lair.
2: basement boys.
3: Yeah. they really need to question people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you need me to question them, more than happy. You, you don't want you to. I yeah. so, <laughs> you
1: know you okay. have important business. I have special
0: <laughs> Alright, well then. Um Celester's cult aside, uh yeah, back to the present. So So, uh what's it gonna be then?
1: Well, I think we're still discussing if anyone wants to take on the pact is the problem. I'd be
3: willing to take on the pact. If oh. uh well, I guess that depends on how this
1: discussion goes.
0: Alright. So, uh you got your questions, go right ahead.
1: Alright, uh I slide in like a little uh sheet of paper and it basically just has like Uh, uh, he basically, Blackmore went to the Wikipedia page for vampires, and it has a chart matrix that is like weaknesses of vampires Uh and like strengths of vampires and he just kind of slides it through. He's like could you go through this
0: list and check off which ones are accurate and which ones are not? Alright, so, garlic. Not deadly, but we are allergic. Some people have cats, some people have peanuts. We got garlic. Alright, there's that. Sunlight. Um, yeah. That's the big one. Uh, it can basically, you know, reduce vampire to ashes it, given a couple minutes exposure. Uh, so from that, uh, running water, just, uh, imagine, uh, taking a belt sander at half speeds and putting it next to a block of meat. Yeah, mm. basically, that's what water does. Mm. Natural water, that is. You know, from the earth and all that. <laughs> Can't just have, like, a sustained super soaker. <laughs> yeah, that. Um... So from that, um, religious symbols only if it it depends on the vampire. Case-to-case basis and all that. Oh, is it based on the vampire's belief? Yeah. Yes.
2: Oh, damn. <coughs> so just a reminder, mm. we have also established that holy water and inherited silver work.
0: All right. As for what vampires like, um... Oh, great. And she sees one bit. Okay, so let me clarify something about the whole term virgin blood. All right, you probably think that vampires... If they drink, they're attracted to the blood of people who've never had sex and all that, right? Is that true? That seems very odd.
1: It was an older vampire myth. that tends to fall out more well, modern interpretations. How, that's how would
0: they know? That's the thing, alright? Yet yeah, vampires, they do like virgin blood, but not the type of virgin blood you're thinking about. See, what what happens with vampires is, when they feed on somebody, after they withdraw their fangs... The blood coagulates super quick, so it heals up in record time. In a couple of hours, all that's left are a pair of marks, because although vampire bots don't kill people if they drain a certain amount of blood, they always leave scars. That's like a mark, you see? Now, a virgin blood is when vampires drink from somebody who's never been fed upon by a vampire before. That's what vampires are attracted to, you see?
1: The equivalent of not wanting to take a bite out of a sandwich that already has a bite in it. There's no sloppy
0: seconds. Exactly, you get it. but, but vampires never had
3: siblings.
1: But then <laughs> But then, then you won't bite it! Ha <laughs> I,
0: mean, I do not like it. It doesn't fucking matter. But then, that term got corrupted over the last couple hundred years until people think, oh, they only feed on people who've never had sex. That's stupid. I mean honestly, do you know how many people have sex? So many! Ugh.
1: It's an epidemic, I tell you. (laughs)
0: Yeah! We gotta stop it, guys! (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, well... Mythos unit is now (laughs) (laughs) absolute. So, anyway. Just clear and find that before we go forward. Because, ugh. It's a stupid myth, and I just really don't like it, that's all. So all we need to do is all get bitten once. And
1: then that way we're immune to
0: vampires. (laughs) Mm. So about all said and done, should be about everything. Um, about sunlight, is it only natural sunlight, or does uh, UV flashlights work? Natural sunlight, uh, regarded as a holy symbol by people for thousands and thousands of years, and, you know. Too many people prayed to the sun, and that means it's become too powerful. Look, when you have an entire continent of South America worshipping it for hundreds upon thousands of years, then, you know, it has an effect on things that don't like holy stuff.
1: Right. Okay, well, this will certainly be helpful. Mm-hmm. Regarding the reason why uh, we asked you about this, we're wondering how well you may know other vampires within the city, specifically one by the name of Francis Montague?
0: I that, she pauses. I know of them. See, so he was a bit active before Morton. This was maybe in around uh, 1700s or so. Fella, you know, important and all that, ran with vampire circles and stuff, then he had to go into hiding after a bunch of vampire hunters, nearly burned his estate down trying to find him. Mm. So, that said, he, I've heard of him, but never met him in person. He just vanished in around, yeah, mid, uh, mid-18th century and all that. Mm. Well, good to know. Why? Uh, he's
1: a person of interest in another case we're working. It appears he's unvanished. She, he rid- London.
0: she narrows her eyes and sort of lifts her eyebrows. You don't say. You but sound like you've got more history with him than you're letting on. No, it's not so much that. I'm just thinking. If you are going to be possibly going up against a vampire, it sounds like you could use uh, a little more juice in your corner, you might say. Mm? Mm-hmm. I mean it takes one to know one and all that, and if you all go up against the vampires are now, I can't really guarantee that you all are going to make it out in one piece. well, I mean, we did quite well before in fact <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is a reference to that uh You're in jail are <laughs> well, we haven't we haven't actually
2: fought a vampire, have we? We just fought the thralls <laughs> we just,
0: just caught
2: oh. oh no we've just we've done a good job,
0: oh yeah, and also you can become a ghost. that was harder of Hmm. <laughs> If you think you can compare some snotty bunch of frolls to an actual in-the-blood vampire with hundreds of years of experience, you have another thing coming. Well,
1: with this, um, Franklin's basically asked the questions he wants to, so he kind of just, like, cedes the floor to uh, Adam. Mm-hmm. There are some other questions
3: that we have. Uh, we're curious about Boris. Oh, we yeah. We spoke a bit about him last night, but... Yeah. Uh, if you could elaborate a little bit more on, you know, his his goings-on beyond your personal history, what is his significance?
0: Well, I mean, he's a vampire, same as you, same as me. Mm-hmm. Um, same as you. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I almost said same as you and me, but uh, I was like, no, that doesn't work. Um, I mean, look, he's a mate of mine. Uh, vampires, we got it tough in this day and age. It's tough to go around at certain hours of the night. You know, only going out, not being able to go into places. Some of us, we have to look after each other, and that's a little bit tough when some vampires are just arrogant dicks. Mm Alright? When you find somebody that's worth looking after you, then, you know, you got to make sure you got his back as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I Uh, mean, he ain't the sharpest tool in this shed. He's honestly pretty fucking stupid. But he's my mate. So, that being said, how can
3: you personally guarantee that... If one of us brings you into our personal custody, Boris won't simply try and come and break you out. Especially given that he is,
0: as you say,
3: not the sharpest tool in
0: the box. Well, I mean, at the moment, Boris is uh, basically tied up with something involving the McCarthy family, if, mm-hmm. in case you don't remember. So long as he's going to be a hostage or kidnapped or whatever... I sincerely doubt that you'll be at any risk of another vampire battering your door down. (laughs) Yes, that's that's very fair. Besides, um, he's an idiot, but he's decent, as far as vampires go. Mm -hmm. So, once he's rescued, I'll have a chat with him about the situation, and yeah, hopefully he'll understand. Well, alright. I think you've
3: answered all of our questions. Uh, I would personally be happy to
0: enter into a pact with you. Okay, okay. And what's your name then?
3: Inspector Lavender. Adam Lavender.
0: Adam Lavender. Alright, alright. Well, I suppose if it'll get me out of here, I'm not complaining. So, but there. And so, yeah, she's just standing at the door waiting for somebody to open it.
3: Uh, There is a catch. We don't have kind of the final decision power necessary to let you out right now. Also, my flat really isn't in any condition to be accepting guests at the moment, so it might take another couple
0: days before you're let go. But it will happen. Uh, well, all right. Well, until then, and, so, and it's at this that, um, yes, basically, um, somebody comes on the intercom. Um, Inspector Hightower and the Mythos unit, please report to the upper floors. Inspector Hightower and the Mi- and- or, sorry, let me- Superintendent Hightower, please report to the upper floors with the Mythos unit. Superintendent Hightower and the Mythos unit. Thank you. <sighs> no, that no. was Hightower's twin brother. <laughs> I apologize, I got his ring wrong. Twin. Low bro. building. <laughs> no, was, yeah, his twin brother with a different last name. It could happen. Illegitimate son. No, no, no. no from uh, Hightower's father had an affair. Okay, this is getting <laughs> too complicated. <laughs> yeah. And then
1: took his.
0: I'm <laughs> <A> low building. <laughs> the,
3: the Mythos unit. Just, but it's just the high towers. Mythos. Yeah, <laughs> this is a side game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: so anyway, um, so yeah, and High Tower mm. looks at all of you. Well, um, I believe that might be the new person I've had a conversation with. In fact, mm. I believe they might be showing up for the first day of work today. Damn, that was fast. Well, the Mi- the Myth Town Council works quickly. And they had somebody that they highly recommended Given our current suite of operatives They felt as though this one might be A welcome addition to our ranks
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, well, uh, I guess we should go welcome them
0: Mm Mm-hmm So with that, he leads you guys back to the elevator And heading on up You find yourselves in the Mythos Unit meeting room And somebody is already inside So, John, could you describe your character, please? Sorry, before John describes his character
2: Does Lester have a phone? No Okay. I send a, I send someone to go get the Lestro. You just, okay. like,
3: catch a spider in the corner of her room and <laughs> With like for your message? No, no,
1: you go up to a random intern. And it's like, could you go get the Lester? And he's like, I will get the mother. <laughs>
2: yeah, actually, that's exactly what happens. So, uh, what, what do your your cultists refer to you as?
1: Yeah, what is, what is your official title? The Dark One.
0: Okay.
2: I will see you. <laughs> I, I will find so, the So, Quincy,
0: one. Uh, yeah, you catch an intern going on. Oh, hello, Quincy, do you need anything? Oh, um... Would you be able to grab the Uh, We- uh... (laughs) (laughs) Summon the Dark One. His smile completely fades. The Dark One does not answer her summons so lightly. Um, it's uh... It's official business? Official (laughs) meeting? Oh, well, why didn't you say so? All right. <laughs> so with that, he heads back down the hallway. The Dark One hates water cooler talk. <laughs> <laughs> He's like
2: muttering. He's, he, he, he now has a hood on and he has his hands in like a prayer stand.
0: Yeah. So, Thelestra, what are the going-ons in your cult room today?
3: Absolutely nothing. Okay. It's just dark.
0: All right, so nobody's in there today. Fetch Uh, me some grapes. So, uh, the cultist immediately prostrates himself on the ground before you as he enters. Knees, palms on the ground, uh, forehead slams on the ground. Dark one, you have been summoned by James Hightower to the upper floors. It is official business pertaining to the job. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted this. (laughs) You asked for this.
3: Thank you, servant. You wake
0: up. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he rises to his feet, his eyes never leaving the ground, and he shuffles backward out of the room rapidly. So. Okay, I'll go, I'll go up there. Alright.
3: I'll wait like five minutes until it has gone,
0: and then I'll leave. Okay,
2: fashionably, like, okay. Be cool, like fashion. Do you have, like, a bunch of secret tunnels that you can climb through to show up at yes. different parts of the room? <laughs> okay. So. That's what she was actually doing for those couple games. Yeah, she
1: was making yeah. all the
2: secret
0: tunnels. So,
1: um. Somebody leans back in their chair, like, whoa!
0: So, what the um, hell? Back to this game, or sorry, back up to the office, John. Thank you for your patience. That's fine. I, um, so, could you describe your character, please? Okay. So, at
2: like seven foot five, like rippling muscle. Okay. Um, wearing a um, wearing actual metal armor. Okay. How oily is he? Not too oily. He's <laughs> <your direction. laughs> Just
1: plastic, medium oily. Wait, is
2: he like wearing? Is he like wearing a? a, a ch- I like, like to imagine he's wearing like a chest plate and like a blazer and has a suitcase. I <laughs> mean, okay, no, I like that better. <laughs> so right. it's like business casual. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, business
1: medieval.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's he,
1: business. He's got like greaves, but there's like slacks on underneath. Actually,
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know about medieval. I don't think that the Iron Age sedutes, uh, suits this person specifically. Yeah, it, it's it's more. Oh, uh, it's bronze, isn't it? Yeah,
2: Prehistoric. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, continue. Yeah. Um, so he. Um, is there any other identifying thing about your character? Um, He has very uh, short, cropped black hair. Okay. Um, and a single large eye instead of two. Okay, so... Um, bingo. And he has a large hammer made, whose head is clearly made of Zeronium, mm. uh Hanging off his belt. His other tools are in his suitcase. There. All right. <laughs> so,
0: um... He just opens the briefcase and a fucking forge, like, pops out. So, uh, yeah, everybody heads in and Hightower... Ah, um, hello. You must be the individual I spoke to on the phone, Mr... Uh, Megalos. And Tonios Megalos. I see. Would you prefer... Uh... Megalos! And... You
2: can call me Tony. <laughs> you can call me Meg. Uh, Tony. Tony Megs!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tony
2: Megabyte.
0: Mr. Tony Megabyte. Um, Sounds delicious. <laughs> I see. Uh, my name is uh, Superintendent James Hightower. I will be your superior, working here with the Mythos Unit. And he extends his hand. It's a pleasure to meet you. Okay. Large handshake. Okay. Just... Right. How comically large? Like, Does your I, hand just go around? I think it's hand-encompassing handshake. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Hightower's hand is firm, and he gives you a nod of respect, and it is a very manly handshake. His hand. hand doesn't buckle. <laughs> yeah. That's how you can tell. Yeah. As long as he
3: squeezes the webs. Yeah. <laughs> And over here, we have... Uh, Inspector Lavender. Uh, Pleasure to meet you.
1: Uh, Inspector Franklin Blackmore. Pleasure.
2: Nice to meet you. Oh, you're very large. I am. (laughs) Uh, Quincy, nice to meet you. He pulls out a card that says... Maintain handshake. (laughs) Handshake is maintained.
0: Handshake continues. Handshake has become awkward <laughs> for everybody except Quincy. No! Uh, Tony seems to
2: not, like, realize how long a handshake's supposed to go. <laughs> uh, okay, so... This uh, <laughs> <laughs> goes on for an no, instant. listening. We're still shaking our hands. <laughs> it goes so, on, and so five minutes later,
3: the Lester enters through. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: yeah, so, handshake is used until so the,
0: the Lester comes in, and then, and then Quincy so, realizes, oh... I liked it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as actually you listen and suddenly there's a scraping of a grate. And as you all look over the panel of the air, condi- not the air conditioning, um, just the vents in the ceiling, it clatters to the ground and a spindly black figure suddenly begins creeping out of it. And soon enough, um... Celestra has alighted oh on the please that
1: was the pump fake she knocks the vent out and while we're all looking at it she just like comes in from behind
2: Yeah, I like <laughs> to imagine that. that like the vent opens and then like a, a webbed body falls out and <laughs> is like just in the background okay um
0: actually I, know. It's...
3: I crawl down the wall face first
0: oh okay yeah, okay you know, yes like... alright mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah Uh-oh. so do you crawl up behind us or behind uh, uh Tony uh, I... Uh,
3: I crawl up behind you guys cause I'm facing.
0: Yeah. Okay, so um Tony, uh you know this figure even just by looking at her, you've seen her maybe once or twice in the Town Council. Essentially, she's uh basically an associate of Iris. This is one of the people that Iris talks to involving work that goes on in the shadows basically. So it's very interesting that an agent of Iris's would be here in this capacity.
2: Uh-huh. So you're like a for Iris, you're like a fixer or something? Like, you just yeah. kinda... Yeah, okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he actually, like, for the first time, his smile, like, fades slightly, and he looks a little, like, taken aback by... Her presence. By, by her presence, like... I thought I was joining, like, a city guard thing. <laughs> are we assassins? Am I an assassin now? <laughs> um, no, 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 no. We are... No, no, he doesn't say that. That's, like, <laughs> internal monologue. internal monologue, oh, no, I'm an assassin. Now, um...
3: I glide up and I say, Greetings.
1: So I'd imagine Whoa. that you've probably also seen, like, yeah. Antonio walking
2: around. Yes, yes.
3: Do I just... I've just seen your face. We haven't been formally introduced. Yeah,
2: yeah, you you probably know him as just, like, one of the, like, um... Craftsmen? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just, like, a, a yeah. well-known craftsman to the town council.
1: Yeah. Every time you go up, he goes, Masterworks, all of them, what do you want? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you want? I have
3: seen you before in Myth
2: Town. Uh, yes, I am Antonios Megalos. I, uh, the the council thought I sh- should be here to help and provide proper equipment not made by convicted dwarven criminals.
0: Ah, yes, <laughs> you did hear about that as well. Um, well, if you Yikes. would like to. Assist with uh, the development of uh, quality equipment for our team. I'm sure that would be black. kind
1: of exchanges day. looks between the two of them, and he kind of does this like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Shrug. And
0: aside from forging and craftsmanship, do you have any other talents, specialties, or? Mm. Well, as um, I am a trained fighter, you told very.
2: Um, but uh, my, I assumed I would just be helping out in a guard. In a capacity to guard the people of
0: London.
3: Yes. <laughs> London.
0: Um, well, at the moment, we—that that is the purpose of the Mythos Unit, to protect uh, and defend both humans and myths alike. And for that reason, we are currently pursuing an alliance with the Council of Mythtown, but it's still tenuous, and having individuals such as yourself will help to um, increase friendly relations between the two parties.
3: Yes. She looks at Celeste looks at Hightower Friendly
0: relations mm, He just gives you a very thin lip song Anyway
2: <laughs> Could, like Yeah
0: Yeah Friendly, yeah. friendly relations
2: <laughs> I have no idea what subtext is yeah. <laughs> Celeste you're really getting it Now um, Would you
3: I'm just thinking about like the time that I
0: covered uh, Hightower and webs Was that real or just in my no, that no, that happened. That happened. Yeah. I feel That's like that I was think. the first thing you did. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, ever since then, Hightower has. Um, he's done. Well, he's given you. He gives you a very wide berth and he's been yes. going through assistance like mad. It's like he's trying to avoid people of a certain caliber. <laughs> a
3: certain age group?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, basically he's just. Yeah, he cycles a lot of the interns with you because he doesn't want any one person he to be trust around. Them. <laughs> no, it's that he doesn't want any one person to be around you for too, too long, so to speak. Uh-huh. Otherwise, right. I don't know, something really weird might happen in the basement.
1: For what he gives to you, it's like, oh, and by the way, she may attempt to indoctrinate you. You just gotta wait
0: to the end of the week. <laughs> now, um... Uh, I'll oh, have
3: darkness and
0: Uh, now, I just need to get a bit of paperwork, so I will be back in a few minutes. If, uh, you would like to familiarize yourselves with each other, make some introductions. And so, with that, uh, Hightower steps outside. So, uh, Antonios... What made you
1: want to decide to do it? The Lestra was part of a kind of exchange program we had with MythTown on the behest of Iris. But uh, I'm curious about your particular motivations.
2: Well, um, the I'm a trained guardsman and I was a guard in MythTown uh, in addition to my capacity as a craftsman. Hmm. But I, you see, forging is an art. And art comes from experience. And I thought that, to broaden my horizons and take my vocation further, I could guard a wider city and expose myself to more people. Well, you'll certainly
1: find a lot of that here. London is a bit of a melting pot, as it were. You're probably able to find people from all sorts of cultures in different areas of the world. Mm -hmm. So where is your forge? (laughs) Do I take him to the fucking, like, the Quartermaster
2: area?
3: Uh,
1: it's you, just like a microwave in the break room. The photocopy station. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: um, <laughs> this is what we use to create things. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't
2: work half the time. Yeah, truly, it is both our greatest tool and greatest <laughs> enemy.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll say that uh, you guys can show him around Scotland Yard. So you do take him to the break room. Yeah, I, I attempt to explain to him that most of the stuff we buy is forged elsewhere, and then
1: we buy it through these things called companies. And then the companies have the forge, and we buy it through that. Mm-hmm. You see the hot pockets come frozen. <laughs> <laughs> all we need to do is give it the breath of life, as we put it in the microwave. <laughs> mm.
3: Now I want hot pockets.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't, that's a
2: trap. You bite into them, and it's like, oh no! Just
3: like Takoyaki.
2: But John's immune to fire, so you need all the hot pockets he wants. Yeah. So <laughs> just puts him in the
1: microwave for like ten minutes, just bites right into the fucking. So
0: no fear. As you guys are showing him this, you look outside and you realize that like a lot of people in the station, like at their desks and stuff, are sort of like looking over through the window of the break room, and they're kind of like you know eyeing the seventh. Well,
2: really, eyeing. I mean. <laughs> I
0: mean, well, we have myths come through here all the time.
2: What
3: about, right? our, yeah, but... what about our giant powerful goat? No, <laughs> no wait, what uh, about the
2: giant powerful goat? No, oh, that,
0: that uh that went with Jack when he left the prison. No, I mean,
3: but like they've seen some stuff. Oh yeah, yeah um, they've seen
0: some shit. They yeah, but at the same time, just because they've seen some stuff before doesn't mean that they might be prepared for anything new, and this guy is over seven feet tall. I'd imagine it's also like them wondering, Jesus Christ,
1: where is all of that rumbling coming from? Honestly,
0: I think the Lestra would be would be weirder to look, yeah. look at than the,
2: yeah. the Lestra has a perfect human disguise. Usually, That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You just look like a person. No, see, the thing is is that
1: we can tell now who's in Thalester's cult because they're the ones that are, like, completely unfazed by all of
0: this. Um, they also give her a slow nod whenever she passes. <laughs> Start making notes. Yeah. Yeah. Then you
1: realize... <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's too late. It's too late.
1: This game ends when Thalester just it's takes right, over the scary. police station. <laughs> yeah, you think...
2: you. you... We're playing a game of werewolf. The cult leader. Yes. Yes.
0: Um,
2: okay. So you have no forge of your own. Correct. Then how do you how do you make equipment customized for your specialties?
1: Well, at the time, uh, the dwarves were handling that sort of thing. we needed anything that was uh, unusual, so to speak.
2: What is? Unusual. I point to a photo
1: with Chip that shows his uh, magical blunderbuss. <clears throat> See, that's not exactly what we call standard police issue. We had the dwarves help in manufacturing it. Though, if I remember correctly, that was a gift after we helped them with their zirconium incident. Ah, uh, yes.
2: Uh, I heard about that.
1: Yes. Ah, a bribe. As it stands so far, the dwarves of the incarcerated dwarves have been helping us with special containment units for myths that we've had to capture or, and contain uh, in return for reducing their sentences.
2: Hmm. Can you really trust such men of weak character to, with the equipment that saved your life?
1: I suppose not, but if any of them have, I suppose not. But it's kind of a tit-for-tat thing. If the equipment fails... Chances are their punishment will be far more severe than if it didn't.
2: Don't worry. I will be making your equipment from now on.
1: Yes. Well, that's very kind of you.
0: Yeah, a very heavy pat on the shoulder. (laughs) Make a mental note to go into ghost mode next time you see that hand (laughs) coming (laughs) up, too. Alright, so, uh, with these introductions taken care of, um... Yeah, as you're waiting around, and Hightower comes back with some papers and has uh, Tony sign them. Um, Adam, you get a beep in your pocket. Oh like shit! Oh, like my pager's going off or my uh, cell phone. Neither of those. The burner phone that uh, <gasps> my le- burner
3: vamp phone. Exactly. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, oh. uh, I kind of uh, cried oh, the Oh, ph- the phone's going off. The phone's going off. Shit! Uh, I'll flip it open. Inspector Lavender. No, oh, uh, this is your... This is my phone. Who am I pretending to be? I've forgotten. Uh, just a moment. Uh, good question. Who gave this to me? <laughs> uh, nobody gave it
2: to you. You you stole this off of one of the...
1: No, they did, remember? Uh, he went undercover as one of the thralls, went back to the club, and then one of the employees gave it to them. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But who was I pretending to be? Just I a moment. We have notes on this. Uh, I have notes on this as well. Let me just find what I'm looking for. Was it Amanda? I feel like it was Amanda. No, no. he's no. pretending to be a boy. Okay. Um, just a sec. Ah, um, you are pretending to be an individual named Devin Taylor. Devin Taylor. A tall blonde guy.
2: Oh, right, okay. Hello, I'm tall and blonde.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm tall and blonde
0: Right, uh, and this
3: isn't one of the um, college kids, is it? Uh, no, that no. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Uh, Hey, Devin. Devin here. What's up? Yo, it's
0: Dev. <laughs> Hello, Devin. I have, of, <laughs> I have need of your assistance. Come meet me by, uh, by the club at precisely 4pm today. Ooh. I have a mission for you and your friends. For now, the time of our apotheosis is imminent. Hell yeah, man. I'll be
2: there. <laughs> I'm ready to get apotheosed up.
0: <laughs> and the I'm gonna clip- pop the o's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he hangs up. Great, okay. I'll relay that to the team. Um, what season is it? Uh, what time of year you mean? Yeah.
3: Um... Scorpio season. (laughs) Ah!
1: I'd
3: say it's,
0: um, yeah, around uh, spring, summer, like, yeah. Which means
1: at 4pm the sun
0: will still be out. Yeah, well, so, yeah, that's interesting
1: that he said that, okay. No, I'm just thinking in terms of Well, that gives us something of an advantage at least. You can't, not unless he wants to go through the sewers, which I'm guessing is his plan, but... Mm. Alright, uh, how much time do we have before like, the meeting goes on?
2: Um, also, did we establish how how burned vampires are by the sun? Are we talking like the sun touches them and they like, become ash
1: immediately? Sophie said that it takes a couple minutes of exposure, but I'd imagine that it's probably like increasingly bad sunburn. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So- but is it like agonizing pain? Like, are they like out of? Like, if, I, if we throw them in the sunlight, are they going to sit there writhing on the ground and die? Or are they going to run away from the sunlight?
0: They're going to run away and it's going to be um, uh, increasingly more painful to spend time in it. Imagine putting somebody in an oven and slowly turning the heat up to agonizing degrees over the course of one minute. Mm. Okay. Mm. So at first, vampires are just very sweaty. Um, at first, vampires, uh, they come in, they look like a lobster. Mm.
2: This turned very So, great. how yeah. much
0: time do we have? A couple hours. At the moment, it is 10 a.m.
2: Well, knowing that we are going up against vampires. <laughs> hmm. Time for speed, Smithing! So,
0: uh, yeah, I'm, make I'm setting up state. my forge. It is the
2: break room! Oh. I, I was told all this all is where, where the forge is. Okay, so as you watch, um, so describe what you do. Alright, so I open up the briefcase, I take out a small anvil, place it on the ground, it expands to full size. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's a bit of a, a small rumble at that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I take a a ball of fire from the briefcase. Okay. And I, I, and the bells and I start pumping the bellows onto the fire to heat it up. Okay. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. all right. I think there. I see what's going on here.
3: So your briefcase is the most powerful thing.
2: Yeah. Because it
1: contains all this shit, <laughs> yeah.
3: including that magical fire.
1: Okay. Right. Well, so first thing, uh, Blackman, so you do that in the parking lot. Yeah. So I, I guide you to the parking lot where you can do this out
0: the in the open. The sprinklers
3: go off immediately. <laughs> all
0: pool. right.
3: Now yeah. no
0: one can have coffee. Um, yeah, so, um, after you tell them this, as you guys are watching out, walking out, like, everybody in the whole, like, uh, precinct is kind of staring at you guys as you walk by, like, kind of, what the fuck just happened Somebody tries
1: to take a hot pocket and looks at the ball of fire and, like, is slowly going to uh, put it in. Yes.
0: <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's, uh, Cooking, fit Cooking grilled cheese on the whole <laughs> Yeah. Um, Puts it on the anvil, just <laughs> That's Fitz. Oh. Yeah. Fix So, well, I'm, I'm just saying, if a guy's carrying around a ball of fire, it makes no sense not to use it when you can. No using official police equipment for cooking. But my hot pocket's gonna get all weird in the microwave if I don't.
1: That's the, that's the consequence of buying hot pockets.
0: <laughs> mm, and, yeah. So he sadly sort of just uh, begins nibbling on his frozen hot pocket. Okay. So... Um...
2: I am going to... I'm going to create a myth trap. All right. So, um, based on the rules, I am going to create... All right,
1: so it's a Zeronium net. And then we get this really complicated sequence of actions that then Quincy manages to screw up and then leave the monster back into the net anyways. And then we pull off the mask to reveal that it was old man all the whole time. <laughs>
2: okay. So.
1: Old man Francis. Mm-hmm. Alright. This
3: might actually. Francis Montague. Montague. Mm hmm. Or as he's known in cockney slang, old Frankie Monty. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the, cl- the
2: old Frankie Monty, huh?
1: I think that's actually a move you can pull in the club. <laughs>
2: I was about uh, to say, I do something sick. old Frankie Bungee, eh? Actually, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to. Okay. I'm actually going to instead um, cre- create a, uh, a one use uh, charm of artificial sunlight. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to be using the environment control power. All right. So you put your hands up, and then, and then the ball ra- raises into the air, like in Dracula. No!
1: No, it's that fucking, that fucking sunlight from, grenade from Van Helsing. Van Helsing, yeah. And they're just like, oh yeah, I've got this thing that just creates the light of it, the intensity of the sun. I have no idea what to use it for. Oh, dumbass! Thank God I'm not going up against fucking Dracula! <laughs> This was is the a great
3: reason. movie, okay? It was
2: a great movie, it's just like... <laughs> remember that scene where all the ladies are uh, sexing each other up in the sky or whatever the fuck <laughs> happened? Oh, that oh, do you remember
1: full auto crossbow? Because that's the thing I love about oh it. Oh my god, that was so stupid. It's so remember, good
2: though. Do
3: you remember Hugh Jackman's luscious
0: loss?
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> terrible. terrible. Ugh. And so, uh, to keep it on track, we will be using all of these things <laughs> to defeat the vampire. Yeah. Also, we'll have the cure for lycanthropy just there for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So who's, who's on luscious locks? Goodbye, my, my my character doesn't have that. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then one of us has to be fucking
1: Kate Winslet in like a it. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale.
3: No, Kate Beckinsale. Right. There you go. You know, she's been to SFU many times. Really? <laughs> oh. To film Underworld. Oh, right! Yeah, I was there, I saw her. Yeah, me and so did everybody else at SFU. Yeah, right. I <laughs> guess...
2: no, but, well, so, she. what, what happened was we times. were in the uh, rotunda, yeah. and, like, you know how there's the central part of the rotunda, right? <laughs> I like, looked down, and she's like right there. I'm like, ah,
1: jeez!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Surprise Kate Beckinsale. said.
0: Don't look directly at her, she's too
2: beautiful! Yeah, cuz they were It was after they converted the school into the evil corporation thing with yeah, yeah. all the flags everywhere. Yeah, I mean, cuz it
1: turns out SFU is really good at looking like an evil corporation,
0: yeah. who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah, designed by people who, you know, been architects for prisons in the past. Was
2: that real? I he-
0: I heard that wasn't real. I think it was I, I so the official story I think
1: is that it was actually designed that way because they basically realized that like they were designing it for the weather rather than it being designed for uh, like you know, an aesthetic purpose. And the mm-hmm. fact that our library is literally shaped like a coffin is just a wild coincidence. <laughs> SFU is actually the largest like the, the burial site of the world's largest vampire. Well
3: they do have that nice ziggurat. Oh yeah, yeah okay. that's true.
0: I love the ziggurat, not gonna lie. <laughs> okay. It wasn't designed to keep the elements out. It was designed to keep something to worse in. in. Woo oh. the
1: fog. The fog. Okay. Please, We both know that it's the, the avocado that is actually the, the central point of all evil spirits. Yeah, yeah that's where it's okay.
3: going to hatch from at the end of the
2: ceremony. So, um, my design check is, so, um, to create an environmental effect of, tw- at 25 feet radius of sunlight, um, requires a, uh, is a six rank power, so it requires a design check of 16 or more. I am rolling with a plus 16, so holy oh. oh, shit! I maxed out my rank forging. Uh, yeah, okay. So,
1: what exactly do we like? So, yeah, what exactly does your speed forging look like? Um, uh, well,
2: I have to make the design check first. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, i
0: thinking incredibly I, quickly. I succeed with a margin Oops. of 11. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, you set up your anvil, the, the bellows, the fireball, just as before, and as you all watch, he takes out a hammer, and he just begins clang, 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 clang. And soon enough, his arm and his hammer speed up to a blur as a cavalcade of sparks begin flowing off of this anvil. Like, Yeah. Uh, it is absolutely deafening to listen to when you're standing right next to him. But nevertheless, he seems completely unperturbed as he is just, yeah, hammering this thing out at almost lightning fast speed. Yeah. And so
2: what it actually looks like is it looks like a like a small, like delicate sphere made of like silver wire. Yep. oh um, inside <laughs> there is a there is captured sunlight. Oh, what's in here? Ah. Um. Yeah, and he just like. He's just, like, working the silver into, like, a metal loop and, like, and then, like, forging it, like, the ends together and, like, does that a few more times until it's, like, this ball that's, uh, of silver wire work with, like, uh, coming from inside. Okay. There and, we go. And this is what he produces. Oh, wait. Sorry. I need to... Oh, wait. Sorry. I actually don't think I'll be able to do this because the design check requires, will require six hours of Okay. Uh, to design. Well, that's perfect. Then we have <laughs> enough. Uh, we have time to prepare, basically. Okay. Um. It's six so hours of design work, and then like half a second to forge. <laughs> All right. So we'll quickly redact that. Um. But you spend six hours like polishing your hammer and making sure it's perfectly, and just, uh, and it's done. Well, <laughs> so- the the thing is the so the the design is like literally him working over like blueprints and stuff. Right
3: got to do some 3D printing prototypes,
2: you know. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of symbols that you're not sure are, are, like, normal math in there. Mm-hmm. Do we see a lot of, um, is
1: it, uh, do we see like, Greek symbols, I'm assuming, yeah. all over the place? It's like, I recognize some of this.
0: So yeah, he's spread this out over the anvil and he's just looking everything over and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh,
2: you're gonna be alright? Yep. Just, uh, Trying to figure out how to properly capture sunlight in a physical container.
1: But isn't the meeting today?
2: Yes, but not for a couple hours. Oh, not yeah. until four. Yeah. 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 So he won't actually be done this this
0: today. But once I've got the design, I can just build one. Oh, I see. Oh. So, mm-hmm. So essentially, it'll just take some time to design it, but afterwards, he'll be able to make a lot of these. You can just juggle them, basically. Like. Yeah. Well, officially,
2: I have to make one, and then it's got one use. That's how inventions work.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you
2: can make many. <laughs> Theoretically. So, uh... So, with... Normally, it takes four hours of work mm-hmm. for PowerPoint, but... Yeah. Thousand so, times speed smithing. So,
0: yeah. as all of you guys uh, watch your newest teammate begin to make plans, it seems as though you each have a bit of t- spare time as well, so you can do <laughs> whatever you like until mm-hmm. the rough meeting time.
3: Well, I think, uh... I'm going to need to work out this custody agreement. Mm. That's kind of my first priority right now.
0: Okay, so, um, yeah. So, James Hightower, after giving the sheets to uh, Tony to Sign, he's also just in the general area as well, like in the workplace and all that. So. Mm-hmm. What's his official title again? Uh, Superintendent. Superintendent. Yeah, he's your direct superior. All right. I guess I'll go talk to him.
3: Hello, uh, Inspector Lavender. Uh, Superintendent. Uh, We, uh, I personally, actually, have come to an agreement uh, with the vampire we have captive from the basement. I see.
0: So you're the one who's hoping to take custody of her. A form
3: of pact, yes. She seems, Uh, you know, acquiescent. I'm not 100% sure I can trust her or her Hmm. friend Boris especially, but I'll do my best. Right, well... I understand well, it's for the, the good of the team and the good of the job, so...
0: Well, we appreciate uh, your earnestness in coming forward and your willingness to take on this burden. So, mm-hmm. thank you for this. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I have managed to get a few things settled, so essentially she'll be able to be released into your custody whenever appropriate. Oh!
3: Well, that was fast. Mm-hmm. Alright. Hmm, maybe I should... I wonder if I have time to take care of this today. Maybe.
1: You could probably, Mm. if you can show her that there's proof that you're going to follow through with it, you might be able to get the pack out of her. Mm -hmm.
0: That's a good idea, actually. Now, uh, why don't we head downstairs in that case? Sure. All right, so the two of you go back downstairs, and, uh, yeah, Sophie's just, you know, lounging on the cot. It looks like she's pretty bored, honestly, so... Hello, Sophie. Well, 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 if it ain't Inspector Lavender.
3: Yes, Uh, this you may know is Superintendent... Hightower
0: yeah we met
3: <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. my direct superior he's given uh, us permission to uh, well uh, go forward with our agreement I unfortunately have a very important meeting at 4pm so I don't think we'll be able to fully move you into the apartment before then you know we'll have to board up windows and all of that it's going to take some time but right, I right. thought I'd give you the good news now
0: alright Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh basically once I'm out of here and settled into my new digs, that's when the pact will uh, take place and all that. Hmm.
3: Okay. Hmm.
0: Well, I'll uh get started on that right away. Alright. Like the sound of that, looking forward to. Um Also, uh if I could just uh have a couple packs of blood in the fridge, you know, just uh Yeah, that's basically one of the things I'll need around there. You know, as you said, boarded up windows, basically, you know, uh, maybe a camera to check outside, see when the sun goes down and all that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll turn to Hightower.
3: It would be my responsibility to provide all the uh, blood she
0: needs. the, de- the department. Uh, this will be uh, it will come out of our funding to secure blood for her. Thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to come out of your paycheck, Inspector. Lovey. Or your body. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm.
3: Okay. Well, there's a few things that I'm going to need to buy: a bar fridge, a second TV, and a oh.
0: CCTV setup. And so, at this, when she hears second TV," what sort of subscriptions you got? Oh, just the regular cable. Uh, HBO, all of that, you get the Ooh. BBC! <laughs>
3: what about Disney Plus? Plus.
1: No, I think, we take, I think we're before Disney Plus. I think this game takes place in like early
0: 2016. Yes, it does. It was, Why? <laughs>
3: that's so weird.
0: It's when we, we started it. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Time's been going by slower than real life. What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old!
0: <laughs> Welcome I to can't be. be here anymore! i got to
1: go! They, I gotta go back! The picture of a- the, uh, the portrait of a vet, and she, the podcast of a vet, she listens to it and she's like, "Oh." Ah! <laughs>
3: have to update my avatar on the website. True. And, you know, just yes.
2: like a single, single tier. Well also, yeah. Yeah, also I need to update I need to make uh, an avatar for Yon then. Yeah. And yeah. I need to update uh, well, the website. I, to... so, <laughs> yeah, so we will, it's more of a Tumblr. it's a Tumblr, but it's got oh, all cool. of our, our bios. Yeah. We and, got simple
0: pics of ourselves. Yeah we
2: gotta we gotta update it and I gotta um making out that like great okay. um, cool. I, so uh, Adam's just gonna spend the rest
3: of
0: the day organizing his apartment and getting all name. right
1: so you head back to your you apartment you to Amazon you look up t- TVs pretty much <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um it's a, Yeah, you find one that you can get. Um, it's oddly fitting that a vampire who drinks blood should get a plasma TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I will not are. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. Come on, Chris was waiting to use that joke all night. Let him have it. Actually, I just came up with it a few seconds ago, but oh well. Even worse. <laughs> all right, um, anyway. Hey,
2: everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listen2these listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast.